pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. Greatest minds from around the world. This is the Nerds That Know Stash here, along with my wonderful co-hosts, singular co-host Tank. How are you, my man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am doing excellent. Tis the spooky season, the best season of the year. Coincidentally, also our Comic Con season. I strangely enough, weirdly enough, this year. Uh, you know what? We can figure things out. All I know is I am having a great time watching spoopy films. I carved pumpkins. My pumpkin lasted the whole of three days. But you know what? That's okay. It's the process and the pumpkin seeds that matter, okay? The process <laughs> and the pumpkin seeds. Yeah, we got all four of ours eaten by squirrels. I mean, it's better than <laughs> like, the disgusting mold that I had growing mine. Oh, yeah, ours was lots of squirrels. (laughs) Yeah, my partner put hers out for squirrels and raccoons, and I I think the mold discouraged their presence. But, you know, it's, it happens. And to be fair, all that matters is that you carved them and had fun doing so. What'd you guys carve? Uh, We all did different things. I did a bat. Um... My daughter did a ghost. Um, they did a bunch of different stuff. I don't know. Yeah, my partner did a cat from Kiki's Delivery, and I did a octopus, as I do, because octopi are the best. But um, it has been it's been a great Halloween season. I've had a lot of fun. I'm excited to celebrate this weekend. Are you going to be doing anything beyond the convention you're doing and the obvious quality cinema you're going to be witnessing this weekend? I don't believe so. Um, We're doing just the regular trick-or-treating and that kind of stuff, I think. Do you have good trick-or-treating out there? Uh, we go to my uh, sister-in-law's neighborhood because in our neighborhood, no. There's like three kids that live on our entire block total yeah that sounds about right so we go to my sister-in-law's you probably have to fight the goats for the candy out where you live (laughs) yes all right well all right speaking of spoopy season what is your best spoopy movie you've seen so far this season well, this season I have not seen a lot of new ones, to be honest. Um, old works too, because my favorite is an oldish shit one. Um, but my favorite, consistently my favorite, the one that I watch every year is uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, a quality, quality film. Well, yeah. there's a fair amount of cheese in it. Oh, it's, ridiculous it's... amount of cheese, but <laughs> it's the way that they approach the killer and the way that he kills people was such a cool way and such an innovative way. It's like, no, he just kills you while you're sleeping. Scary. (laughs) Scary at that time. Like, I want to say I was first exposed to Nightmare on Elm, like maybe at the second one. Mm. Um, like I watched the first one and then I watched the second one so I think it was when the second one finally came out I'm pretty sure I don't know that sounds like it may be no that'd make you older than me yeah that would that would make me wailed but I didn't see I that one until it went out the for first a while. and the second one and then I don't remember watching any other ones until quite a bit later I wouldn't have watched I, I've seen them all just because it's my my favorite uh, classic slasher. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them are not good, to be honest. They get very, very campy very quickly. I mean, are you saying you wouldn't 
kill Freddy by being a gymnast and kicking him when you're on a pole. It's There's... like, are you not saying that's how you would kill Freddy? Are you not saying you would take him out of his dreams so he could fight Jason? Oh, really? see, that's the way I would kill him. I'd take the Jason approach and chop his head oh. off and launch it into space. Oh, there you go. <laughs> as, as we do know, like uh, Jason and various other monsters do have a great time in space. Just look at uh, Leprechaun in Space, a quality oh. film. Oh, my. <laughs> that entire series of movies is absurd. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I appreciate them. Leprechaun in the Hood. Is the pinnacle. It will never get better. Oh man, is that is that your favorite spoopy movie that you've seen? Oh uh, no, uh, my favorite spoopy movie that. Well, if we're going spoopy and not like freaky and interesting, mm-hmm. then yeah, that would probably be up there. I did also just watch the original Mummy movie today, which is like the Boris Karloff. Yeah. The, 1954 whatever yeah yeah i uh i watched it with my roommate distractedly and i gotta say that movie is pretty funny i love the old universal monster movies to be honest they're ridiculous but they're fun they re-released well apparently they did a toy line with those monsters but they also included the metropolis monster in there the yeah, metropolis and i bought that action figure just the other day mm-hmm. yeah i i'm a fan of those that's toy line actually they've done they've done a couple different releases of that toy line they did one a, not too long ago that was pretty cool and they had uh frankenstein's monster the mummy um the creature of the black lagoon dracula yeah, because I have the original line of those mm-hmm. the really good ones. I have two of those figures. Those are really cool. The original ones. Uh, they are so ugly. They're oh, like the yeah, best no. figures I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. But terribly done. But yeah, to yeah. be fair, that's why I love them. Yeah. Well, and that's why like so many of those old toys are know, legitimately expensive at this point because. Oh, yeah. You, With the full, I think the mummy is the most expensive one, and I it's like that's dollars or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Because hey, yeah, if you can find those original ones, they're ugly as shit. Like most of the old toys are ugly, though. I mean, really, we didn't. A lot of people have fondness for like the old Migos action figures and stuff like that, but they were ugly as shit. They didn't start <laughs> making even decent toys until like the eighties when it came to action figures and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of hard to believe because, like, casting isn't that hard. But I suppose casting at the massive quantities they were That's probably encouraged some cutting of corners. And probably some sloppy painting, too. Oh, yeah, without doubt. No, but the movie I actually saw this year that really resonated with me is I saw Possession for the first time. Yeah, I saw you said and something about that. That movie is like the best movie ever. I love it so much. It's the best horror movie I've ever seen. But that's wow. because it's not about the horror at all. It's about like the weird existential aspects of the film. And it is so good. And I want to own it so much. But the fucking DVD is $84. The Blu-ray like collector's set $468 I was like you can go fuck yourself right off but I saw it at the Alamo and I went in not having any idea what it was mm-hmm. and it was probably one of the best movie experiences I've ever had that's pretty cool like it was so strange so eerie I spent the entire next day listening to video essays about it because mm-hmm. I was just trying to wrap my head around it gotcha but it is an absolutely incredible film. Yeah, I watched I watched Halloween Kills. I did watch that. I, I've heard good things. Smurf said he good. liked it last week. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. They they stick closer to the original direction of it. So like after number two, I guess it would have been. This would kind of fall in line. 
uh, because when they got to like number three and stuff like that, it, it went in that weird direction that it went in. Yeah. But this seems more like a, a direct follow up to Halloween 2, which is pretty cool. I enjoyed okay. it. That sounds awesome. I'm excited to watch it now that I have the freedom to watch any movie I want with minimal investment. I am more inclined to watch movies like that. Still won't be watching Clifford the Big Red Dog, though. Oh, no. No, no, no. That IP deserved to die. <laughs> I don't think the, do- the dog's going to die in that movie, pretty sure. I'm hoping that it's done kind of how they did the uh, Paddington Bear movie a few years ago. I doubt you're going to get something of that quality. That That's what my hope is, because <laughs> that was a decent movie, actually. So I'm hoping that we get something close to that. But we'll find out, I guess. Really, you're reaching for the skies, aren't you, Tank? Huh? You're reaching for the skies, aren't yeah. you? Well, and it's you know it's for the girls, and the tickets were free, so yeah, there we go. I mean, you can't be free. But speaking of free movies and giant blockbuster films, mm-hmm. Dune. Uh, we're not going to go into any real detail this week, but. No. We both saw it. I saw it in theaters yesterday. You are a barbarian who watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, I couldn't get out of my house this week. <laughs> but I have a good enough TV that it will. It presented very well still. So Yeah, it's the sound that I'm so worried about. Oh, I got because a nice soundbar system. The sound system. design was so good. And like, I have a soundbar too. And I was listening, I was re-watching it today. Mm-hmm. And, and I just threw it on for a few minutes and the sound design just wasn't the same like you can't tell how good it was yeah it's not as good you have to have a pretty significant sound system to get even more anywhere near theater quality on that yeah but but overall impressions I fucking love this movie it is yeah. one of the best fil- uh, film not film book to film adaptations that I have seen and I'm like I was very impressed with it I was very impressed with some of the scenes they kept from the book that I wasn't sure would play on TV and you can tell you're experiencing a book narrative here yeah it was I and the unfortunate thing is I've heard leading up to this everything I've heard so far from anecdotally has been that it's it's not great it's kind of slow and i'm like okay well we'll see what happens i I, you know just jumped in and watched it myself i'm like this is probably close to the best that we could have expected considering the source material is very slow yeah you know it is a very slow book It, it moves very slowly for long parts and long stretches and they were able to kind of keep that to a minimum actually they made even their slower scenes where the pacing kind of got drawn down they were still telling important things during that those parts they were still giving you important pieces of knowledge for the most part yeah they were and the number of allusions and references they hid from the in the movie were done subtly enough and effectively enough that they didn't take away from the experience if you don't have that like yeah, true. The sleeping pills and such were a reference that I saw, and I was like, I understand this, and no one else in this theater probably does. <laughs> um, but... If you don't have an understanding of the source material, I could understand why you would see this movie as dragging a little bit. Because I could it, get that. If you don't understand where it came from, you're kind of like, oh, this is just a really long movie that not a lot happens. I'm like, well, no, a lot actually happens. And they've cut a decent amount of stuff out. <laughs> and there's still a lot that happens. <laughs> so I mean, I am very impressed with this adaptation. I also really like the presence of uh, people of color and, and representation in that front. Mm-hmm. Because, to be fair, both the book and the earlier movie were pretty monocolored. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is definitely a much better version than anything we've seen before. 
But oh, to yeah. be fair, we've seen what two TV shows and a movie. Yeah, none of those were done anywhere near to the quality of this one. Yeah, nothing even close. It is a shockingly effective film at doing what it's trying to do. And, you know, I don't know if we chalk that up to the director or the production team or who, honestly, on this. Whoever's vision of telling the story this the way that they told it did an amazing job. Yeah, they did. The um, the book ad- ad- adapters, the mm-hmm. writers, they did such phenomenal work with what they were giving. Because, like, Dune has definitely dated in a big way. And, and yeah. this felt remarkably modern. They brought in some ideas that were more subtly spaced through, but they were more modern themes. And I thought it was very interesting to see. And I look forward to discussing it more. Yeah, once we can, I don't want to obviously spoil anything and we'll get to a more spoiler heavy discussion probably next week. Um, But God, yeah, it was good. It was great, honestly. And it makes sense that they're splitting it into two. It does. And I'm so glad at the very beginning they were like, Dune part one yeah like and because initially when they said it i was like oh, okay why are they doing that and then you know i'm thinking about it they probably have to this is a, an incredibly dense story and the fact that they're putting enough information in there that you can kind of relate to what's what happened in the book and still tell a relatively short story at two and a half hours because it was legitimately two and a half hours without credits mm-hmm like that's impressive that they were able to get that much story in that time frame. So they really, it really was an impressive feat. And like, I'm just so ready for part two. I I know we're not gonna see it for a year, but oh, like yeah. where it ended, I was like, that's a good place to end. I honestly, I feel like this could have been three films. And I felt like there was a very specific part that the first movie could have ended. Then the second movie could have covered like the, let's call it the last 45 minutes. I'm sorry. 45 minutes to half hour, somewhere in that range. Yeah. They could have cut off and started a whole new movie. Yeah. I really feel like three films would have been ideal for this. But I think two of this length will work effectively. Yeah, this seems like it's going to be good. If if they followed up the way that the story is told originally and kind of do what they did with this one, fill in enough information to where if you're not super familiar with the source material, you'll still get engaged into it. But if you are familiar with the source material, you'd be like, holy shit, this is a great story. They did a great job. Yeah. Yep, I'm excited to talk about it more with the rest of our cast, but that will have to wait till next week. I will uh, say, hell of a respect for uh, Timothy Chalamet, honestly. He did yeah. a great job. Yeah. I will say that. I was not Actually, expecting... Because like, the acting in this was phenomenal, top tier as well. Yeah, everyone did a really good job. Batista didn't have a whole lot of speaking parts really thank gods for that but he did what he needed to do which was just be a brutal son of a bitch so it works that way (laughs) like he knew what role he was signing up for oh yeah he's like oh so i'm just supposed to just destroy people yep okay yep (laughs) but 10 out of 10 recommend i would highly just seeing it in theaters when you have the opportunity it is well worth the experience and we will get back to you next week with some more details about it yeah and i'm probably going to actually go see it in the theaters too just to get that full experience you should go directly from clifford the big red dog to (laughs) dude And see what your kids think. I'm yeah, sure let's take the delighted. kids over to Dune and see what they feel about it. Yes, <laughs> they will be delighted. Um, but speaking of our childhood being fucked up or potentially saved, 
Um, we got the first real trailer of Cowboy Bebop. And I gotta say, I'm fucking, I am impressed, man. This is looking so much better than I was expecting. I'm going to be 100% upfront on this. I'm not a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop, the original source material. I, I liked it okay, but it's it wasn't in the vein of what I traditionally like for anime. So, but seeing the trailer for this has kind of reignited that and maybe I'll go back and rewatch because I haven't watched Cowboy Bebop in a long time. I mean, it is, so, they did just put it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So you can watch it through that avenue. Yeah, I loved Cowboy Bebop when I was growing up, but specifically I loved the music. I think the music is what made that show so effective and so powerful. And from what I've seen in this trailer, I it looks like they're nailing it. It's yeah. like they it looks like they're literally using the original scores. I can't tell for sure because we don't have any details that fine yet that have been leaked. But the sound design is looking impeccable. At least from from what we've gotten so far, it seems like they at least took um they took the original source material and played with it from the from the music aspect of it. Mm-hmm. so you probably will get something pretty close I'm guessing because they tend to do that with a lot of these uh, adaptations okay. they at least play with the original material so well it's the most effective way to draw a built in audience to a new property like this so I'm really curious like this trailer did exactly what I want a trailer to do it It piqued my curiosity. It maybe dissuaded me from an outright no to a maybe. And and like always, it's on Netflix. What do I lose by watching it? Nothing. Maybe a couple hours. It's like if I get through the entire thing. And I like I'm so curious. I'm not loving the Faye Valentine design, but... I mean, to be fair, she was always a character that bordered on absurdity, so she can't actually be a real-life person. Yeah, it's kind of like you're messing with, like, it's one of those ones where you're, you're playing with the Hulk, and it's like you can't really, you can show Bruce Banner, you can't really show the Hulk as a th- thing of the universe without playing with it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not dissatisfied with what I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm excited. I absolutely hated that they made reference to my favorite episode of Cowboy Bebop, and the guy looked so stupid and not scary at all. But you know what? That's fine. That's we can't have everything we want. And you know, core writing rule 101 is kill your darlings, and I guess they are going to be killing my darling for me, so I don't have to worry. <laughs> But we'll see. I mean, it's not that far away. I'm huh. genuinely curious to see how this goes. Uh, yeah, agree. It's going to be worth a watch, at least. To see where... And seeing the swordfish. Was it swordfish? Spike's ship. I can't... I'm almost certain it's the swordfish. I'm going to go uh, ahead and say I'm not 100% sure, but... Yeah, um seeing that live action was remarkably pleasing because it looked so accurate to the anime Mm. i was like this literally looks like the ship i've envisioned flying around in space in my whole life (laughs) it's like that's something that i relish and i hope this strikes the right balance of nostalgia and modernizing of a classic idea to be effective and a useful tool for inspiring interest in this ip yeah and it based on the based on the trailer it got me interested and as i've said like i'm i wasn't a huge fan of the the original material but i saw this trailer and i'm like you know what maybe they'll get me with this yeah i mean it can't be worse than some of their other ones so we don't have to there's some been some misfires for sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> death Note. Although Death Note was better than Bleach. I never watched the Bleach one. I will say that. I watched like 15 minutes. And I was like, fuck all of this. Um, but I mean, everything I've seen so far says they are doing the right stuff for this one. So maybe they'll finally get the really effective and giant win that they need. Because if they do, it could make them a mainstay in anime. Not even just in adaptations, just as a source for anime. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm really John Cho looks like a badass. Yeah, he does. So, yeah, he does. He that so makes cool. me. He does. He looks cool as shit. I can't wait for that. That's that's my the part of the excited me the most. I was like, oh, they're making him into a complete badass in this. All right. <laughs> like, it's so strange. I wouldn't have thought like he had the chops for it, but well done. Well, I mean, the closest thing we can kind of tie him to, and even in a close vein, would be in Star Trek. That's what I was thinking. So, and even then, he's Sulu, so not really a badass, just incredibly smart. Yep. So. <laughs> I um, I don't know. We'll see. I have high hopes, and I just can't fucking wait, man. We have so much stuff coming towards the end of the, the end of this year. Well, yeah, it's November. I believe there's only two months left. Yeah, and they're in. We're getting a lot of late stuff, and then we're getting a lot of early stuff on the front end of 2022. Also, like from November to March, basically, there is new huge either movie or TV show or streamer or video game releases just nonstop. It is it is a very heavy quarter. Yeah, a lot of a lot of nerd money flowing for the next few months, that's for sure. Yep, they're trying to get it, trying to get it all. And they might be succeeding. Well, they've already caught me for quite a bit, so we'll see what happens next. <laughs> I mean, I'm safe so far, but give me a couple of weeks and I'm sure I'm sure they'll get me. Well, I already, well, like I, I, I already spent $600 on a new Xbox, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I almost bought another PS5 today. Uh, oh, my God. The world is a, a crazy place. But um, I don't know. Tank, did you want to talk about this uh, showcase or not? Which one are we doing? Uh, the, uh, the one that dropped today. Oh, the state of play? Yes, the state of play. I mean, we can mention there's not a whole lot that came out from it, which surprised the crap out of me. It is the shittiest fucking state of play I have seen from them in a while. Yeah, like I was... They had a few games that people care about, but most of it was just... It was like an indie showcase, but it wasn't presented to us as an indie showcase. Well, and that's it was, that you're legitimately correct, like a lot of what they presented seems to be more indie-inspired stuff. Yeah, it's like Square, I think, was the only major studio we saw. um, Do we still count SNK as a major studio? I don't know. Because they did the King of Fighters thing, didn't they? Yeah, they did King of Fighters 15, man. That would be the only one, the only other one where I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a big one. But the the cool thing is, like, the games they showed are interesting. Yeah, they finally but, get Death Store, which is like one of the best games of this year. And I, that uh, the Deathverse one that looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And I good mean, timing for them getting it out right after Squid Game kind of becomes popular. So. Yeah. You're going to probably get a lot of people to jump on that, I'm assuming. I hope so. I mean, none of the games looked bad, but none of them really looked that interesting. Well, and none of of it seemed important. You would think leading into the holiday season right now is when you want to lay out everything you have. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't, like, I'm surprised they had this at all. I, mean, I would agree, yeah. 
it's the wrong thing at the wrong time. Like there are times for indie showcases and this is not one of those times because you want people to be focused on these big IPs that you just released and considering the rather strong year Sony has had so far. I'm surprised they're trying to intrigue people with these smaller titles right now. Well, and it's weird because they it's not like they have a they have a lot of stuff coming up in the next year. That's their I own. You, I mean, horizon, they have a bunch of stuff, and I just I don't understand why they would focus on something like this this close to the holiday season. That's this kind of irrelevant. Yeah, because that and that's the reality of it is it's 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 appreciated, but this seems like it wasn't a state of play thing. This seems like you could have just I don't, I don't even know. Like this doesn't seem like it was worth that because what I was expecting was you know information on what they're doing with Crunchyroll or what they're going to be doing with PS Now or you know any number of stuff that they could possibly talk about that is directly related to what they sell and what they have to offer you know yeah it would have been nice to get something and they said it was going to focus on third party uh ip which i understood going into Mm -hmm. it but there's a difference between like third party ip and what we saw well and i i understand focusing on it but you gave us basically nothing that tells me that i need to buy a ps5 oh yeah not at all like i didn't see anything that said i needed to do that I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, Death Store. I mean, I will say the Kart Rider game looked super fun. Yeah, but it's a Kart Rider game. Yeah, it looked like a good version of it. But even then, like, once again, it's just, it's, it's, it's not a big thing. There's ton of, you know racing sims and all that kind of stuff that exists you're not gonna do anything with that yeah it's the same thing with the among us clone that they're releasing (laughs) i i saw that and i was like all right i mean you guys missed the train it's cool but who cares (laughs) yeah it's like you guys kind of missed the train and like this doesn't look any more intriguing than among us no and that's the thing like among us is already unfortunately kind of past its prime phase already it's already dropped off yeah it had its popularity spike and that spike has definitely abated no like i haven't seen anything about i know that they're doing updates on it but the only reason i know that is because i was reading about something else and that came up Mm -hmm. i'm like oh cool I'm like, that's not going to get me to play it, but awesome. You know, good for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just nervous about... I mean, I'm not nervous about PlayStation, because they're fine. Like, they have the some of the best games in the world on PlayStation games, and it's like, I can admit that even if there is a big-ass Xbox sign glowing over me as I do this show. Um, But... I just, I, why, why? Sony makes weird choices, but all the stuff that they have. Yeah, it's like, like, this is so weirdly timed that I would have, like, why wasn't Final Fantasy 15 here? Why wasn't anything else from Square besides Star Ocean? It's like, I'm lucky that matters to people, I will admit. And Bug Snacks, I will admit, does matter to some people. Yeah. But not but to it's the... such like a special show, and like its slot in the year is too important for something this arbitrary. Exactly, it needed to be a mainstream thing. You know, it did. they're one of the. I think aren't they the only game developer that is directly connected to a major movie studio? Um, like. Yes, maybe. I think Ubisoft may be trying to like... They're trying to, but they're not there yet. Sony is a major movie studio already. I mean, they have their own uh, part of the company that's devoted to film adaptations, Sony Studios. So so why didn't you rope some of that stuff in? We know that there's movies coming out. They have Uncharted. I mean, this would have been a... uh, No, I don't... They have Uncharted, they have Spider-Man, they have stuff that's coming up. 
you could even yeah. rope some of that in, you know? I was wondering if Last of Us would be, the Last of Us TV show would be a good drop here, because we're so yeah, close. To- even that, yeah. But I I understand you want to save your really big stuff for Game Awards. Game Awards is in a month and a half, so... Yeah, but people aren't going to be buying at that point. You want to be... You might get some last-minute stuff, but you want to start selling now. Catch people coming in November when we've already been told the entire country is basically... If you're buying stuff, especially how we buy stuff traditionally now, which is online, it's going to take longer to get there, so buy early. Yep. So you should take that thought process and be like, okay... What do we need to push out that we need to sell in November? You know, and they didn't. They didn't approach it that way. They're selling us stuff that's going to be coming out potentially before the end of the year, but most of it's going to be next year. Yeah. So that's like none of it is so intriguing that I have to break out my credit card right now to put in a pre order. Well, and like, in even because in a similar vein, they did the fandom last week for DC. And they took the approach of, hey, nothing's coming up immediately, but here is a whole slate of crap that's coming out really quick, early in 2022, and all year long. Here is 15 movies, and here's some games, and here's some all kinds of stuff. And they they sold all their big stuff. Yeah. They went into it that way. Yeah. I feel like that would have been a much better approach for Sony. Mm-hmm. But I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll redeem themselves at Game Awards. Usually, that's an Xbox and Nintendo show that yeah really carries that show. But we'll see. Maybe that's the plan is to try and jump over because Nintendo's eating shit right now on their N sixty four stuff. Oh yeah, they deserve it though because yeah. like it is such a shitty rollout. I feel so yeah. bad, and it's not. It wasn't done well. The, yeah, uh, it's like there are games you can hardly play because they're so messed up, and, and the controls are so fuck, fucked up and ass backwards that mm-hmm. people can't play them. And you more than doubled the online cost. To yeah, push it's this out. dollars extra. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So, so, I mean, Nintendo does what Nintendo does, but. This, this is one, definitely a loss for them going into yeah. the busiest part of their year, like when they get the most sales. It's like I, I feel like they need to do something quickly to rectify the solution, or else they're gonna have so much negative press that they're actually their sales are gonna suffer over uh the holiday season. Well, and they're already going to. Like there's not enough people. I, I love I love Nintendo stuff. I have a you know giant collection of Nintendo shit, but because I loved a lot of their games, I have the NES Mini, I have the SNES Mini, I have the regular Super Nintendo, a regular Nintendo, I have a GameCube, I have all of that stuff because they make really good stuff traditionally. But mm-hmm. this, what they did with the transferring the N64 to the online thing, to their little online, I don't, I don't even know what to call it, museum, I guess yeah it was it was it's massive it's a massive screw up for them virtual console or something like that i don't know yeah it was a huge screw up for them they they messed this up and they pissed off their their player base and they really did and like i just all of these strange decisions are odd considering like you're coming right into the most important sales quarter yeah, and I I don't know. I mean, thank God Xbox is just staying quiet right now. It's the well, and they're thing. being smart. Like they 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 tell you up front, like, hey, we're losing this stuff off off a of Game Pass, but guess what? You're getting all this stuff too. Here's all yep. the new shit we're giving you. Like, oh wow, <laughs> I can't more complain that you're taking stuff off when you're play. yay huh? more games than I can possibly play. Yay. Yeah, like. It's absurd of the amount of stuff that they're announcing and letting go, you know, putting in and day one, all of the stuff is like, wow, you guys are doing way better than everyone else on the selling the console front right now. Mm-hmm. And they just put their uh, their cloud thing into beta on pre Series XS consoles. 
Yeah, it, it starts streaming through the cloud as mm -hmm. you're downloading. Yep. Yeah, it's a uh, it's great, man. Xbox is really they're running on all four cylinders, and it's just glaringly obvious that they're rivals. I mean, specifically Nintendo. Nintendo has had a rough time since COVID. And yeah, they had the most successful game of COVID with Animal Crossing because it was just the perfect game at the right time. And the most successful console for the last, what, year and a half? Oh, it's been more than that. I think they did 70, I think it was like 70-something weeks where they were the number one console. Oh, yeah. And then I think they got bumped just lately. Yeah, like two weeks ago, PlayStation bumped yeah. Yep. And it's like, we don't know if Microsoft is even close to that. But what's sad about that is PlayStation bumped them the week they released their new version of the Switch. Yeah, the OLED. Yeah, the OLED screen Switch. Which, yeah, not a huge thing, but it is, you know, you release it a new console. Better. You release a new console that's better than the one you had and you got beat that week. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's not. I just, I'm like, Nintendo will never fail and they'll always do their own weird shit and they will fuck over their, their fans over and over and over again. Mm. But they got the IP to be like, they will always remain successful and viable. So, I mean, we'll bitch about Nintendo, but there's nothing we can do about it and they know it. Well, yeah, because they're the only console that has Mario, and that's yep. unfortunate. <laughs> but. All right, Tank, do you have anything else you want to bring up? Uh, not really. Oh, I just ask you, uh, did you see the Batman trailer? Oh, yeah, that looks crazy. Uh, we could go into that, like the fandom stuff. They They had quite a bit come out i didn't um, watch all the fandom i just caught the trailer and yeah, the, some play from their two games yeah they did the batman the new trailer for batman and yeah they're going dark they're going they're going super dark yeah i was like dear god this may be darker than the dark knight which is ironic in so many ways yeah it looks like they're going full-on serial killer movie with batman basically yeah i'm really really and as soon as the trailer started and i saw the question mark i knew exactly what it was oh yeah and they that's they they drew you in immediately that was a smart presentation for them that was they did a i i've seen that trailer twice in theaters now and each time i'm like there's way too much shit going on in this trailer but at the same time i am so intrigued uh, they did. They did a good job selling it. Honestly, um, I'm trying to think. They also did the, the Flash trailer. Mm -hmm. They did that, the gameplay for Suicide Squad. No, no. no. That, yeah, they that, did a the Suicide Squad. It wasn't a gameplay trailer, but it was a. Yeah, it was just a teaser. Yeah, it was a teaser trailer, storyline trailer. Yeah, but and even then that. Arkham Buddies, whatever that game is actually called. The Not Gotham the Knights. Buddies. Yeah, Gotham Knights. No, the Arkham cool. Buddies, as it's also known. <laughs> it looks cool. I mean, I mean, they, yeah, they both look great. I'm excited when we finally will see them. I mean, and then they had actually be. They had the Rock do his little, um sneak peek i guess at uh, black adam yeah all of this for that guy all of this hey he's selling a whole franchise so he's doing something yeah well then, I mean, that's literally what um smurf's favorite actor tom cruise did so true and then peacemaker they gave us the the a show like do you... first i, yeah. I want to see it yeah 100 percent. i don't know if i do like i wasn't as intrigued with his character i was intrigued but not enough to want an entire 
thing devoted to him. If they let him be himself as the peacemaker, this could work. But they have to let him be himself, which is he's goofy and foul-mouthed and kind of a prick. Well, they fucking nailed it in Suicide Squad. Yeah, so if they let him do that, like like a lot of people see John Cena as what they've seen the last decade and stuff, but a lot of people forget when he was first breaking into wrestling, he was kind of a dickhead. Yeah, he was a bad guy when he first came in, and if they let him do that approach of the anti-hero approach, where he's trying to save the day, but he's still an asshole, and he's going to be an asshole no matter what. Mm-hmm. If they let him take that approach to it, then I think he's going to do a good job. So uh, that's all I'm hoping for. If they can let him do that and just kind of let him run with it, then I think they have something. Well, I mean, I'm curious. I'm not, like, hankering to see it, but if I can watch it and it's a couple of bucks to go see, I'll go see it, but... Well, it's it's going to be on HBO Max. Yeah, there you go. I so, won't even have to pay for it. And it's, it's, a, it's an actual series. It's a TV series. It's a streamer. Is, I wasn't sure if it was a movie or a series. I only saw part of the teaser, so... No, it's a it's a it's a streamer series. It's it starts in January, I think. Oh, that is right around the corner. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean they're doing a bunch of shit. I just can't wait to start getting some of this stuff. When does Batman come out? Isn't it February? I believe it is March. I knew it was right around. I know it's first quarter, but I don't me, remember when in first quarter. Let me hop in and look real quick. Every time, yeah, every time I see the trailer, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on through all of it because there's just so much wedged into that trailer. I do love the Batmobile though. March fourth. Okay. So yeah, and I'm liking what they do. I mean, we got Catwoman already. We've got yep. Penguin. We've got appears to be Falcone. They're going heavy on the villains. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we got the Riddler, which I'm yeah. really excited about. That's the part that's the most intriguing. It because it, it really looks like they're gonna treat him as a serial killer. Like we're getting like he was done so dirty. I mean, Jim Carrey did the best he could, but I'd say that was more of a that was a writing problem. Yeah, that was a director, writer, producer issue, I think. Yeah. Um, and they just, like, it's sad because, like, his character is one of the most interesting. And he is truly, like, I think he is the most brilliant villain in that universe, isn't he? Like, isn't his IQ the highest? The smartest villain in that and for his rogues gallery would either be Riddler or potentially Hugo Strange, but that would be like the top two. And I'd probably give a little bit credence more towards Riddler just because he is supposed to be ridiculously smart. So, And that's like what, that's what I like about his character is he is so brilliant. He can see like the riddles and idiosyncrasies in our own reality and Mm. that makes him laugh and is interesting and it 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 justifies his break from traditional norms well and he's a very he's a troll too like he delights in the idea that he's fucking with people and that's his favorite thing so it's Yeah, if they turn that guy into, like, not only does he like to fuck with you, but he also has a penchant for some grisly shit. Good, good. Awesome. That's going to sell me. I'll watch that. <laughs> I. What do you think of uh, the new Batman, though? From what we have so far, I like it. I will say that. From what we have so far, they seem to be... The the interesting part is what are we going to see from him as Bruce Wayne? I'm curious about that too. Because behind the mask, you can sell behind the mask easier. 
then you can sell Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So that'll I be mean, interesting. Special effects and uh, the tension of action yeah. to drive Batman. But Bruce Wayne is, as you were saying. Yeah, like that. that's a harder sell. Like, like that's why it, it's so difficult to do that correctly. But him as Batman so far seems good. He seems like he knows the role that he's playing. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm seeing a lot of elements from previous Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, more so than any other actor, I'm seeing less of his original character and more of just this amalgamation of other actors I've seen play this role. And I kind of see what you're saying about that. Like, it seems like they're drawing in from, obviously, Christian Bale and from Michael Keaton a little bit. So far. I would also honestly say they're going from oh my god, what's the name of the terrible Batman actor? Ben Affleck. I'm seeing some Ben Affleck in there too. He's not terrible. He got way more shit than he should have. Those movies were not great, but I don't know if I'd pin that on him. Uh, that's, that's true. <laughs> I he's, mean, he's in the new Flash movie still. It's him and Keaton. So, it's so strange. It's yeah, such it's, a strange thing. It's him and Keaton are both being our Batman in the Flash movie. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't either. We got, we got like three Batmans right now. Batman style. We legitimately have four Batmans that are going to be showing up either on silver or yeah yeah either big screen or small screen this year because they have a different batman for titans also yeah so i don't know man we'll see (laughs) i hope this movie is not terrible i'm really hoping the flash movie isn't terrible because i'm actually intrigued by that movie more but um I also think there's more potential for failure with that movie. Yeah, there is a lot of potential for failure, especially if they are kind of doing the Flashpoint thing again, which it looks Mm -hmm. like that's what it is. So we'll see. All right. Well, I don't think I have anything else I'm hankering to discuss. You got anything else? I don't believe so. All right, guys. Well, I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful spoopy season. And next week we will be back with far more than two of us. Even if it's only three of us, that will still be far more than two. (laughs) So I wish upon you all a wonderful evening and a most fantastical Halloween. Have a good night, everybody.